So, I think the Rams are going to beat the 49ers. Yeah. And I think the Bengals will actually beat the Chiefs. Today, yes. It's Monday, January the 31st. (laughs) So, your Super Bowl predictions will be... My Super Bowl predictions for this Super Bowl coming up in two weeks... I'm going to say it's going to be the Redskins versus the Jaguars. Okay? That's just my prediction. It is January the 31st, 2022. Yeah. So in two days, Skins get their new name. What's it going to be? The The, Admirable Commanders. The Maryland Turtles. Can't do that. Why? Because you already have the Maryland Terrapins. Exactly. It's a college trademark. They're not called the Turtles. They're not called the Turtles, but that's gay. Have you ever heard of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <clears throat> yeah. Well, then call them the Washington Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's not gay. That's legit. Why does it have to be homosexual to be a turtle? Aren't they? Uh, I don't know. Why does it? Because that's a stupid mascot. <laughs> oh, because so so you relate stupid to gay. Uh, sure. Mm. Sure. Michael Scott says when he was growing up, gay meant lame. I thought it meant funny. I don't think so. You don't watch a comical movie and laugh hysterically and say, oh, man, that's so gay. They really, used to. I really enjoyed it because it was so gay. Yeah. They used to say, have a gay old time. Happy. I'm like, yeah, gay. Happy. I guess. That music you listen to. Have a gay old time. It was a, what was that? That's a Christmas song. Is that Flintstones? Oh, yeah. That's Flintstones. Hmm. See? Yeah. I know everything. Yeah, I bet you do. You're really good at predicting who's going to win the Super Bowl. You said the Jaguars this year. Mm. And it was not the Jaguars. I think they did probably have one of the best coaches this year. And Urban Meyer, he did an outstanding job. Sure. Yeah, him and Nick Saban are pretty much on the same level. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. What about – who else got fired? I heard the Cowboys were looking at uh, Sean Payton. That's a lie. Is it a lie? Is that it's a, a rumor? Lie. It's a rumor. It's like Tom Brady's retiring. <laughs> you don't think so? No, he's not retiring. Not even 50 50? Mm, no. 80 20? Yes. 75 25? Yes. 60 40? Mm, no. 6931. Yes. Okay. Yep. So that we could clarify that. Yep. Yeah. So what you been up to? Uh nothing. I uh nothing at all. At all. I watched the uh AF and the NFC 
uh, championships games last night. And uh, whatever. So it's going to be the Rams and the Bengals into the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. I think the Rams will beat the Bengals. That's interesting. Why? So they're playing in la do you have to sell a certain amount of tickets to cincinnati i think so i think yeah i mean i, I mean think how they would get a, you how would you control that i don't know? know how it works in the super bowl man it may be 50 50 there's no i don't as far as i know there's no home field advantage uh like uh, the Bengals, as far as i know could be the home team I don't know how that works. I guess it depends on uh, because the site for the Super Bowl is chosen at random. Correct. And Correct. It just happened to fall in LA this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Maybe they go off a record as to who's home and who's away. Let me look at it right quick and see. What is the fairness of ticket sales? And a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I think, is first come, first serve, man. Like, that's the way I would see it. He got that Rona, y'all. He's Rona-fied. I've had coronavirus 27 times already. That's good, man. Yeah, and I've actually been vaccinated three times and boosted twice. So, and I'm a uh, triple triple mask right now. So, so I take it very seriously. The way that they have it structured, it shows Cincinnati being a home team, which is odd because L.A. actually had a better record and they won a division too. Yeah. Right now the Rams are minus four. If Cincy wins, there'd be some money to, some money to be made. I think Cincinnati's gonna win, man. They got a. If they don't, it'll be because LA's defensive line just destroys them. And I think that's gonna happen. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think it will happen. Hmm. Yeah. Could because they didn't hold up too good against the Chiefs. <clears throat> no, they didn't. The Chiefs don't get quite enough credit for some of the studs they got. Uh, but yeah. But whatever it is, what it is, it's going to be interesting. Um, whatever. My team's not going to be there. And never will be. They suck. And honestly, if I was – I don't know. My only advice to you is, like, dude, you should probably do one of two things. Either stop watching NFL football mm-hmm. or root for another team. There is a third option. You could just kill yourself. That's really your only avenues to any type of um, relief as far as that goes. Because it's like, you know, you start the season with the vaccine. Then midway through the season, you get the booster. Then three-quarters of the way season, you get another booster. Then at the end of the season, you get the virus and die. 
So it was all for nothing. Yeah, but that's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> because we actually caught the virus, but we didn't show symptoms. The whole time you were still getting boosters. Exactly. I think the uh I think the AFC and the NFC championship games are a lot funner than the Super Bowl itself to me. I can see that. It's more of a football game. The Super Bowl is so such a production. Yeah, it's commercialized. Yeah. And it's those two those final two games to me are more exciting than the Super Bowl. Well the best game of the year is obviously the Pro Bowl. So <laughs> I mean, who's not gonna watch that? Yeah. Do they even wear pads anymore in that game? Uh I don't know, man. Like I don't it, it's uh it is the most meaningless game that is played. Yeah, it is, man. It is. And it kind of cuts into your vacation time. Yeah, and it's not even really entertaining like the Home Run Derby is. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, uh, yeah. who are these people and why am I watching them? Yeah, I feel bad for the players, man, because they're, they're getting interrupted while they're on vacation. Mm. It's like it's a – I don't know if it's mandatory or not, but it's like if, you know. I'm sure they get paid for it. Though. You worked all year. Now you're on vacation, and they call you in to take a, a photo. Nobody even goes hard in a pro ball. They don't even – No, not since the Sean Taylor days. Yeah, no, nobody goes hard anymore in the pro ball. It's, all, it's basically a one big tickle fight. That's all it is. Yes, yeah, all it is, man. And you'll see, like everybody get. It's kind of like pee wee ball. Like everybody gets a chance to play. Yeah. So you'll see a different quarterback every series or two. Yeah, it's dumb. Yes, yeah, dumb. They should stop having it. Just like they should stop having a halftime Super Bowl show. Stop it. Yeah. Thirty minutes, dude. Of those shows always suck too. I think maybe Bruno Mars did a pretty good job a while back, if I'm not remember. mistaken. I don't I don't remember that. I don't either. But I would think if he did it, it would probably be okay. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I understand why it's uh why why you have it, but yeah. It needs to stop. It just needs to be about football. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, during the halftime show this year. Who was it last year? The Weekend. I don't know. I think. I'd never heard of him until that. Like, here's an idea. If you wanted to have a halftime show, what they should do is have the funeral of John Madden during the halftime show this year. Wow. Yeah. That's what they should do. If you want to make it about football, and are you serious, then let's have a fun- John Madden's funeral during the halftime show. Let's preserve the body, 
It's an open casket. Let's have his funeral. Hmm. It's all about football. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. You remember when the commercials actually used to be good, though? A lot of people watched it for the commercials. Yeah. Commercials now suck, dude. They suck. There's yeah. a couple decent ones. Yeah, all of Hollywood, man, is pretty much uh, gone now. It's dead. It's gone. They've taken on an evangelistic attitude toward their work. Every production has to have a message, and that's that's what's ruining everything. And at the same time, another generation doesn't even care, you know, because they're on social media. And they watch uh, synchronized dancing videos on TikTok. Yeah. So it's uh it's 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 Hollywood over, yeah, for the time being. Will it ever come back? I don't know. I think so. They could probably shoot a pretty good like zombie movie uh in LA right now and not have to and it could be fairly low budget. I just basically walk around and start filming. Yeah, I think uh, what what probably uh, I don't know what could save Hollywood is probably another World War. You know what I mean? Another World War Three. So you would have to really, you know, choose a side. You know, you had to get your priorities in line. Yeah, and create some heroes. Yeah, you have to create heroes. You have to say. Does this hold up in trench warfare? I don't know. Is this, you know, is this the type of entertainment I want to see, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a muddy trench on the front lines of Ukraine, hmm. you know? Do, do you want to see uh, a new episode of Cat? <laughs> it almost is like they're not even trying to tell an interesting story anymore they're all they're doing is pushing narrative yeah you know give me back like the i don't even know who the director was but you know sicario is a good movie good storyline you know fairly realistic and now everything's marvel this and captain america that and it's like yeah because those are your heroes now well, yeah, and also Hollywood thinks that your children, do you know what I mean? They they have a very low, uh, a very low view of their audience, which they should. It is true. People that consume this type of entertainment, they are in a sense they have a childlike mind, you know. So that's all you get is Marvel and comic book and you know very childish entertainment because that's that is your audience man your audience today are grown men and women with the brain of a 12 year old yeah nobody else nobody will step out and, and do something out of that niche because they're just gonna keep catering to those fanboys they're like there's enough of those out there to keep supporting us so we're just gonna keep keep keep, keep. that's right that's right you know and it's like every new character they come out with and every new story they try to tell is just cheesier than the last. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know how that the business works. But uh, I would like to think that, you know, the producers 
in Hollywood, they like to make money. And so you would see like, man, the 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 economy or I guess the market is ready to make money. You know, we got to do something different here. We got to make, you know, a creative storyline, man. We got to make a, a smart, interesting type of narrative that people i don't know will watch i don't know man yeah man i think um you know i think when you're a professional in a sense like that and and you got you have to uh you're essentially a business owner right yeah like as an actor he owns his own brand you know what i mean yeah and when you go out there and open your mouth about things and really just label yourself as this or that you alienate yourself from a lot of people and nobody cares anymore. Nobody's interested. Yeah. It's like, dude, shut up and do your job. You know, especially like the ones that just advocate gun control, this and blah, 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 that. And every dollar they've ever made (laughs) through acting has been an action movie where they are just killing everybody. You know what I mean? Like Tim McGraw. Dude. What about him? Look at him. Look at his new show, 1883. There's not a scene in that entire show ever where he doesn't have a weapon on him. And he's some big gun control advocate. Like the hypocrisy is just astounding. If you're this, if you are so staunch a supporter of it, and then you turn around and make money off the back of it, like, dude, just nobody cares about you at that point. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I'm sure people have legitimate beliefs, right? They're true believers. But you're an idiot if you don't think that some of these narratives that are being pushed, you're not getting paid for it. Yeah, not only that, but like – in my opinion, <laughs> I haven't watched much of 1883, a couple of trailers, sneak peeks, whatever. The parts that they snuck into the last season of Yellowstone. <clears throat> um, but, dude, I probably already have been watched, binged watched all of that if it wasn't for Tim McGraw. I just do not. Wow. I do not like that guy. And who's the other guy? Sam Elliott? Yeah. I love him. I love him and everything he's been in. Mm-hmm. But, dude, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be interested at all. <laughs> yeah, I had I didn't know anything about Tim McGraw being a gun advocate. Um, he's weird, man. <clears throat> Tim McGraw. He's weird. Like <laughs> if you look into like his personal takes on everything. Yeah, it's 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 a weird. When you look at his career and the the people that he's always promoted himself to, and then you look at his personal feelings on issues, it's it's it it doesn't match up, man. Well, maybe he just wants to work in Hollywood. I mean, sure. Sometimes you gotta look. Look, I get it. You gotta grease the skids, man. Grease the skids. Look, sell sell your soul. Do whatever you want to do. I just I don't know. I just don't like him. I just don't like him. Hmm. I liked one of his songs. What was it? Don't Take the Girl. Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing when he was eight years old. But, I mean, come on. 
outside of that, he's about as country as Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. <laughs> Kenny Chesney is more beachy. He's very beachy. Yeah, than anything. He's very beachy. Yeah. With his bald ass head. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where we are, man. Uh we need another war. Another good world world war. If you want anything to change. Well, it has to be a real war too. It can't be it can't yeah. be hearts and minds, man. It has to be a black and white objective yeah, right. that you can pursue. Right. Like annihilate this. Not go win hearts and minds. That doesn't work. Yeah. You got to be able to get the country behind it, man. You know? Right. And the country doesn't care about hearts and minds in some other part of the world. You know what I mean? Some of them act like they do, but who cares about them? Well, yeah. I think we are, I think we're finished you're in a, it's so weird. I think you're in a holding pattern right now. You're in a, America's in a holding pattern until another war breaks out. Yeah. Well, it better happen before they run out of fuel circling the runway. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. How much fuel do we have to be in the holding pattern? Not much, man. Dude, I went to the grocery store yesterday, spent a buck twenty, and walked out with three bags. <laughs> My fuel's running out, bro. <laughs> Dang. Come on, man. I just wanted some chicken wings. $120. Yeah. And you walked out with three bags. Yeah. I bought a pack of chicken wings. I bought a, a, a pack of fresh sausage. Because I went to the pig, so they got good sausage. Got to get sausage if you go to the pig. And, uh, you know, a pack of New York strips. And just a couple of, like, sandwich meat and stuff, dude. Sandwich meat, cheese. Thanks. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, three bags, dude. Three plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Didn't get, like, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted like some garlic powder and, you know, some black pepper. The Piggly Wiggly. <clears throat> Bought a couple things of vitamins, you know, because my old lady, she likes to buy this chewable, like, talcum powder type vitamins that are like Tums, and I can't stand those things. Give me some pills, man. Give me some pills that I don't have to sit there and taste and dry my mouth out. Yeah. You like the pills. Oh, man, give me the pills. I'd probably take about uh I'd take about nine pills a day, man. Yeah. <laughs> about nine pills a day. And that's if I don't get a headache. You know, I watched Wall Street for the first time. Uh this past weekend. Wall Street. Yeah. It was done in like mid eighties. Mm. Michael Douglas, okay, Charlie Sheen, and his dad was in it. What's his dad's name? Charlie Sheen. Um, shit, I don't know. Yeah, I know who you're talking about though. Yeah, something Sheen. Yeah, it he's was, in a lot of stuff. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. 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 
Wall Street in the 80s. I bet Charlie Sheen's a Tim McGraw fan. At least his character in uh, Two and a Half Men would have been. Charlie Sheen. What is it with these these shows like that, thinking that they can just oust the main character, the breadwinner of the show, and replace them with someone else? No matter who it is, like Will Ferrell's a bigger name than, uh, what's his, Stephen Carell, right? He's a bigger name. And Ashton Kutcher's a bigger name than Charlie Sheen. But those shows were wrecked when they replaced those people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should have ended the shows. They should have. Yeah, it's it's no longer that show anymore. It's or, something else. Yeah, or or you at least kill off that character and you bring in well Michael Scott I guess did leave. Like Yeah. Will he, Farrell didn't come in as Michael Scott, right? No. But still that was at that point it's up to I don't know, dude. Like Will Farrell's a funny guy. I still think one of his greatest movies ever is one you haven't seen. Which was uh, the other guys? Yeah, the other guys. I've seen a little bit of it. I couldn't finish it. This is dumb. Dude, Gator is a he. That's <laughs> a good character, man. Get out of here with your negativity. He's about the okay, other guys. man. He's done a lot of good movies. It's actually probably one of uh, Mark Wahlberg's better movies too. My peacock captain, you gotta let me fly. Shooter was all right. I like Shooter. That's another thing. No comedy movies have been made. Comedy is not what it used to be, man. Comedy can't. Comedy only. True comedy only exists right now. I mean. And a few people that do stand up. Yeah. And and it's like. Podcast. It's like the world is trying their hardest to alienate those people. Like Chappelle. Yeah. And things like that, dude. Like true comedy. True comedy, you say whatever you want to say to get a laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. right. Offended people be damned. It is all about, it is the purest form of entertainment. You know what I mean? And, and it's like it's gone the way of being handcuffed. Well, it's not handcuffed. It's being protested against. But it's not handcuffed yet. Uh, yeah, comedy, man, humor. <clears throat> it takes kings off of thrones. That's what I heard. You know what I mean? And that's hmm. true. I never heard that. Comedy, good comedy, takes kings off of thrones. And there's a political side right now that knows it. And they can't take a joke. They can't take a joke. No, they can't, man. A lot of people are just way too serious, man, about their place in the universe. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, man, because, yeah, if you say comedy does, you know, good comedy does hold, you know, some truth in it, right? So I think if you can't take – I don't know. It seems like the people that get offended, they can't take a joke, are the ones that already have this facade up. 
that's not real. You know what I mean? They they're they're not they don't know who they are. So they're playing a character already. Now that person gets offended when that fake character who they portray gets attacked or made fun of. You know, in good comedy too, man, like you can you can say whatever you want, but a good comment, like the ones that we like, like Bill Burr, Sebastian Maniscalco, you know, Chappelle, all these guys, man, they will rail other peoples or other groups. Like that'll be the brunt of jokes. But they balance that with railing on themselves as well. Yeah. They always tell stories about themselves that are vulnerable type stories. And they they balance that out where it's like you've heard the saying, you can give it, but you can't take it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's a tightrope that good comics walk is they don't always just go after others. A lot of their comedy is, is retrospective, inner, you know, yeah, looking back on themselves. Well, I think – too man like the dudes you listed they so you can get away with it they're not getting away with it totally but they're getting away with it because they can be trusted meaning you a joke you say ridiculous things right it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous it's not true yeah it might be a little true whatever who cares but you know they can be trusted because they're not psychotic they don't really even if they are i mean it it's it's a show man yeah it's a show it's a show it is there for one purpose and it is to entertain you yeah like Jay, uh dave if, Chappelle would say remember you clicked on my face exactly like you exactly yeah. like you didn't you if you enter that realm with a predisposition of being offended, then you're the sucker. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I've heard lots of jokes that would, that would, that would, uh, put me as the focal point of the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it's funny, it's funny. I'm sorry. And a lot of times it might be pretty true. It might be a little offensive, but, if you go to a comedy show and all you take away from it is the offensive part and not the other two parts, then you're an idiot. Don't go to comedy shows. You don't like comedy. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, comedy, stand-up comedy, or now we live in an age of podcasting, but it's a it's a good form of free speech. You know what I mean? And I think, Stand up is a one of the last strongholds that you have, bef- you know, that can't get canceled. Yeah, because you don't you don't necessarily have a producer in those situations uh, guiding the material. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's not it's not getting canceled. So it's I, I think it's the last it's the last holdout, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because he, you know what you're getting. You're getting a guy up here that's written his own material, and now he's in a supposed to be a safe place to express himself, and it's protected. Yeah. Whatever. Did did they do away with the uh, Comedy Central roasts that they used to have? I haven't seen I any so, of those. Man. I think Comedy Central's on its last leg. Yeah, no, man. I yeah. wish somebody else would pick that up, though, because <laughs> as raunchy and everything as that is, man, like that was <clears> – <throat> That was like uh, back in the WWF days when they had King of the Ring. Yeah. And just all these people go in there and we'll see, you know, how it shakes out at the end. Yeah. That's a Comedy Central roast, man. Like you get a panel uh, of like, what, 10 or 12 comics, pretty much. Not even all of them are comics. And you put them all together and for – hour and a half they just bang on each other all the whole time yeah. and it's it's awesome because they go hard <laughs> they go hard dude yeah. what's the ball-headed guy's name um jeff uh bezos <laughs> yeah that's the one i'm yeah he's a good comedian uh dang i can't remember his name jeff anyway he's really good and nikki glazer and uh, a lot of people that you wouldn't think would be funny, man, show themselves to be pretty funny. So who's your favorite comic? If you had to choose one. All right, I get to go to one one live show. Like, I think a good stand-up comedian right now, stand-up, is Sebastian Maniscalco. He's a good stand-up comedian. He's entertaining. Yeah, he is. Uh, He's a funny guy. Yeah, with he, his mannerisms and everything. Yeah, he he's uh, he's good, man. He he's talented. Um, I I think there's I Tim Dillon's the best man. Tim Dillon is the best right now. I listen to his podcast a lot. I, I haven't heard a ton of his stand up. No, nah, a ton of his stand up's not out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny on his podcast. Oh, golly, that freaking guy. Yeah, I think man, right now. Tim Dillon's dangerous, man. Tim Dillon, like, don't give a shit. No, Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon, rat. He, 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 <laughs> he, like, the people that sponsor him, man. He just, like, uh, those are some of the hilarious plugs, man. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Tim Dillon is a very, he's dangerous, man. I think he's one of the most important voices right now of our time. But he's dangerous because he's a good dose of reality. I don't know. I would say yes, but uh, he with all the sarcasm he throws out there, a lot of his show is not reality. Well, I think why I say he's dangerous is because – Whatever topic, like, just just use politics for instance. Like he can discuss politics. You become the way he, <laughs> the way he explains certain topics in politics, and gives you is it's kind of like you already knew 
who these people are, like they're frauds. But the way he explains these people, these people, and, and sheds light on these people, you become very cynical about politics. And I think that's dangerous. Sheds the light on these people. You're funny. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I like, think I think with Tim Dillon, you have to listen to enough of his content to understand when he's being facetious and when he's being serious. Like, because he can have those tones. On, like, the whole Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Like his take on that is just absurd, but I mean it's hilarious. Like I, I wasn't gonna cut it off until it ended, you know. Yeah, right. But uh, I mean, yeah, I'll give it to him, man. He 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 is, <clears throat> he's very good, and I like like every time that he talks about Rogan, he always points out that <laughs> you don't have the number one show, Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the numbers. The numbers. The numbers. The numbers would say that my show is bigger. Yeah. Right. He, he's one of the few that uh, maybe one of only two that I can think of that is much better by himself than when he has a guest on because his guests don't entertain the way he does. Like he gets his shots in here and there, but right. he lets other people talk, and it's like, eh. right? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, my, yeah, myself. Like I, I get annoyed. Like there's some people that are not good in an interview setting, and I'm not saying Tim Dillon's not. He's not good at interviewing, but he's just better by himself. He is, man, because and it's because of his rants, man. It's because of his rants. And it's because the only thing you want to hear, it's like if you invited a group of people in a room, but there's one person in a room. It's like, hey, I'm going to invite uh, Jeff Bezos and the two baggers at Piggly Wiggly. All right. Who do you want to hear from? You want to hear from Jeff Bezos. And it's kind of like that. You put Dim Dillon in a room with other comics or other somewhat interesting people and you just want to hear from that one guy because he's the most interesting and he's the most brilliant he will probably advance as the most important voice in past the, joe rogan in the history i think of he'll mankind. pass joe rogan you think so yeah he will i don't know man rogan, i don't know rogan's I say got that. like a cult following yeah i say that but not a lot of people would stomach Tim Dillon. That's so the, that's I pull the back thing. on that. Yeah, that's I, the I thing. I redact my statement. Like he is, uh, he is actually very refreshing from a standpoint of the people that are just tired of the same old rhetoric. Yeah, you know, because you don't know what is coming out of his mouth. He is. <sighs> He is to comedy what Alex Jones is to the news. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. It's like here's a here's a news station, Infowars. Yeah, because he got deplatformed like everywhere else. That's crazy how they went after him, man. Yeah, I mean, which you know, the dudes. I think he's. 
he's right about a lot of stuff, man. But he is, uh, he's he's out there. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while, man. I haven't seen him. You know, I'd probably look at more of his stuff, man. If I could, uh, if I could make the phone go to sleep and just listen to it while I'm doing stuff. Yeah, you know, that's the big thing with him, man. Like the phone goes dead in thirty minutes. Right, 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 right. You got to leave the screen on. Yeah, yeah, because he's banned from yeah. all the other platforms that allow you to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, we live in an interesting time. We live in an interesting time. That we do. Um, yeah, I'm starting to wonder if uh, if anybody from humanity will ever see. Andromeda collide with the Milky Way. Is the sun supposed to burn out before that? (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember which one comes first. Well, according to Bob Lazar, um, we do have alien technology, okay? Mm. Well, maybe it's about time we started using it. For what? I don't know, man. I don't know. How long can we sustain what we're doing? For a long time. For a very long time. Can we? Yes. Yes. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe some people. But the way we're going, like if it heads in the same way for the next 10 years, that is at right now and has been going down for the last couple mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be uh like starvation and type, that type stuff it's not gonna be no huge major disasters and stuff like that it's gonna be starvation it's gonna be poverty in 10 years dude i don't think so look at it dude Look at it. You already got a ton of people in poverty, man. And then the way things have been headed over the last, you know. In America or abroad? I mean, tit for tat. America, you know. It, Nobody's it, starving it, it, in America. It aff- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is starving in America. Dude, there's like freaking, I don't know, what, over 100,000 homeless people living on like, what, Venice Beach? Well, that's Venice. It's still America. They haven't succeeded. Seceded. That's Venice. And they got needles hanging out their arms. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's going to be a zombie outbreak, man. I think somebody needs to really do Jurassic Park. I think they need to bring back the dinosaurs and really do that. I can't see a bad scenario coming out of that. And I've watched the movie. But I think they should do it on the mainland somewhere. Why wouldn't a billionaire do that? Yeah, why wouldn't he, man? What's all this space stuff? Let's get some dinosaurs. And just let them them go. Just let them go. Start a new market. Be good for the economy. Yeah, you couldn't do like one or two. You'd have to do like thousands. Thousands. Yeah. 
It would have to become an invasive species. Of raptors and... Yeah, exactly. T-Rexes. Yeah. What Good. better way to control the the wild boar population? Sure. Do it out in the Midwest. What better way to control obesity? Hmm. Yeah. Fat people are slower. Goodbye.